It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. From the Fox News Radio studios in New York City, giving you opinions and facts with a positive approach. It's Brian Kilmeade. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, as we closer and closer to Christmas and a Christmas like no other. I'm determined to make sure it's great, and I hope you do, too. Rich Lowry at the bottom of the hour, deep thinker from the National Review, and Senator Tommy Tuberville, the football coach turned senator, uh, close confidant of President Trump. I know they have a lot of mutual respect. He's going to be with us in a matter of moments, and, of course, we'll cover all the breaking news as it happens. And nothing has slowed down leading up to the holidays, so we won't either. So let's get to the big three. Now with the stories you need to know, it's Brian's Big Three. Number three. I have formally asked the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, to, with all deliberate haste, detail ATF agents to Chicago for six months so that we can increase the number of gun investigations and seizures in Chicago. That is Mayor Lori Lightfoot. How amazing. What audacity. Now asking for federal agents when they were offered to her by President Trump, she had no problem. There were people dying then. And now with a Democrat in the White House, she feels differently. Woke criminal justice got us a broke criminal justice system, resulting in one common result. Safety and security is now foremost on everyone's mind as failed Chicago Mayor Lightfoot pleads for Biden when Trump would have given her exactly what she wanted. Number two. Build Back Better, dead or alive, what do you think? Build Back Better is dead, but Build Back Differently is going to be very alive after the first year. Build Back Differently, you heard James Carville, stop celebrating Republicans. A revived spending palooza plan could be in the works as Biden tries to revive reconciliation talks with Joe Manchin. Number one. If you're not fully vaccinated, you have good reason to be concerned. And the unvaccinated have a significantly higher risk of ending up in a hospital or even dying. As he continues to cough into his hand, Operation Omicron is underway. How do we stop a variant that spread quickly and kills and hospitalizes few and leaves the victim with mild symptoms? Mandate vaccines, demand boosters, and send tests to every home and create a villain, the unvaccinated. To me, unacceptable. With me right now, Senator Tommy Tummerville of Alabama. Senator, welcome back. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Senator, good. I'm just curious, and I have no idea the answer. How would Senator Tommy Tuberville's press conference have been different if you were running it yesterday, if at all? Well, what a mess. Uh, you know, Brian, I came from a 40-year tenure of of trying to lead our young people across this country into doing sometimes things that they didn't want to do, like work hard and weights and run one, run wind sprints and bring people together of all nationalities, all races, to try to win football games. Yep. These people have no clue, Brian, about leadership. There's not an adult in the room. We got a vice president and a president up there that nobody trusts, that nobody believes in, even people on their own side. And so how in the world can this guy get up there yesterday and start preaching to the American people? Now, I'm on the Health Education Committee, and I've sat in hours of meetings and hearings with the CDC director, Walensky, and Dr. Fauci, and listen to them go back and forth on mandates, no mandates, masks, no masks. And the American people are sick of it. And so 
it just uh, it really makes me mad that you got a president who I don't know how he got elected. He gets up there and he preaches to the American people, and he won't get out and sell it. You get get out of the White House like you should, a leader should, and go to Texas, go to Wisconsin, go to Florida, and get up and answer questions from people in the audience and tell them what the hell is going on. And that, they have no clue. Leadership, that we have zero leadership in this country right now, and I hope we don't crash and burn before we get them out of there. Listen, uh, the other thing is you got to know your enemy. Your enemy gives you a runny nose and a cold. Your enemy went up 343% in cases, but 6% in deaths. So far, there's, that's uh, what Delta included over the last two weeks. That's a, huge, that's a huge difference. Why don't we quantify the danger? That's the big thing. Coach, I mean, if you're going to test everybody, I get it. There's going to be a lot more. It spreads easily. We understand that. Even non-medical professionals like me understand that. But then I want to know the risk. And please tell me if the risk is greater than a 99 fever and a runny nose. I'll walk through that. Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. You you know, they don't know the significance of the problem. You got to know the problem first. And here's the problem. American people don't trust these clowns. And again, it is, uh, I'm just sitting around listening to people all across the country. People are calling me and asking me about the vaccine. Listen, I took the vaccine. Uh, President Trump took the vaccine. But when you got these people up there, if I'd have been president, I would have brought Joe Biden. I'd have brought President Trump in. I said, listen, we got problems with this vaccine. You invented it. You came up with it. We give you credit for it. And I told Fauci this in a meeting. You think that the American people, the over half the people in this country are going to trust you when you won't give President Trump any credit for the vaccine? And he really doesn't need credit. But people give credence to people that give credit to other people, and they wouldn't do it. And so now he's fighting the the American right, the people that actually believe in this country the way it is, and the the true Americans. They're not going to trust these uh, big government socialists. They're not going to do it. So we got a huge problem with the vaccine, but you're right. This is a variant. They act like they didn't know it was coming. We all knew it was coming. We're going to have another one coming. So uh, unprepared. Uh, they're trying to get everything pushed through in, the, in these two years. they got one year left. They know they're going to get run out of office, and they're trying to just do everything they can at one time, and it goes, goes back to one thing. Nobody trusts them because there's no leadership in this administration. So yesterday he did give President Trump credit, and I thought it was way overdue, but listen. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we still have tens of millions of people who are eligible for the booster shot and would have not yet gotten it. gotten the first two shots. And they're not gotten the booster. I got my booster shot as soon as they were available. And just the other day, former President Trump announced he had gotten his booster shot. It may be one of the few things he and I agree on. People with booster shots are highly protected. Join them. Join us. And he and he gave him his credit. He he went on to say <laughs> that he gave the goes, they were the one who came up with the vaccine and weren't the first to do so. And here's what Joe, what President Biden said back. Um, he said, uh, what he came back and basically said uh, that that Joe Biden, he's thanked him. He said the country needs to come together, needs some healing. I think that was uh, nice of him to do that, and he was quite surprised he did, giving him not only credit for taking the booster and telling everybody, but also for saying Donald Trump's administration came up with the booster. So that's, I mean, that's something that should have been a given. 
We, the Republicans, Brian, have been telling them that for a year. This is a problem for everybody. This is not a Democrat or Republican. This is a worldwide problem. Uh, they have not cut back on the deaths in this country. Joe Biden's had more people die than what President Trump had. And Joe Biden's had all the therapeutics in his hand. He's got more research on masks. He's got two, three vaccines. And we still don't have an answer to this. But you've got to sell something to the American people. And I'm telling you, maybe 50 percent of the people believe in Joe Biden. I can't believe that. But I know 50 percent don't. Uh, and they're sick of it. And they want some leadership from somebody to tell them how to get out of this mess, and they don't have an answer. Here's Paul Mango. As you know, he's a former HHS deputy chief of staff, and he headed up Operation Warp Speed. He's got a book coming out, so he joined me last night at 7 o'clock, and he's got that military background. Here's what he said about the leadership that that he watched. Cut 17. Good leaders dampen anxiety. They don't amplify it. And today, and for the last several weeks, uh, Joe Biden and his administration have been amplifying it. Uh, What I was reminded of today when I watched him talk was the arsonist who calls the fire department. They've been whipping up a hysteria for the last couple of weeks, and now you have Joe Biden riding in and uh, on the fire truck saying, I'll put it out. But I was most struck by not what was in his address, but what the address lacked. He did not mention the word therapeutics once. He did not acknowledge that natural immunity actually provides immunity. And he completely lacked empathy for the unvaccinated. That's a, that's a guy that was in the eye of the storm when we couldn't figure out what this is. That's pretty much singing your song, right? Exactly. And this is a military leader. He's actually done something in his lifetime other than take money from the government and say they work in the government as a senator or a congressman. My God, where is leadership in this country? Brian, it all comes back to that. And, and you know, we're struggling in all kind of areas. You know, this build back better catastrophe that they're trying to push on the American people. You know what he should do? Joe Manchin is not the problem with with them passing it. You know who's the problem? It's people of West Virginia. 70% of the people there don't want it. Hey, Joe Biden, get in your car and drive to West Virginia and sell it to those people. And if they'll buy what you're selling, they might be able to tell Joe, Joe Manchin to vote for this. Do you think they want to pay for $40 billion worth of public housing in New York? You know, that's in this bill, $3 billion for trial lawyers, $2 billion for journalists. What in the world? They need to break this thing down in 16, 17 ways and let the American people know what's in this thing and let us vote on it one at a time in the Senate, and they'll find out how bad the people don't want this, even a lot of Democrats. Yeah, you could could go through the committee process and be a little transparent about it, interview senators along the way and see how this thing is being put together. Instead, next thing you know, voila, it's just there. Somebody you can relate to that straddles everything you're talking about is Aaron Rodgers, uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback. He speaks every Wednesday on Pat McAfee's podcast, at which time he said, you know, I'm immunized, uh, but I, you know, not vaccinated. And people gave him hell, including the president last week in Kentucky, as he was consoling people who had their lives destroyed, which is bizarre. But now he's wearing a shirt that said uncancel cancel culture and said this about what he didn't hear. I think the one frustration that I have in all of this is that throughout this entire time, there hasn't been real conversation around health as far as giving people uh, things to think about when it comes to health, like how to be healthier, right? As far as, you know, your diet and vitamins and exercise and, and those type of things. But the other thing that hasn't been talked about is treatments. So I just don't believe, and obviously I, I talked to a lot of friends who had COVID, including Joe, 
and you know figured out a protocol that I had ready in case I in case I got COVID that basically took my symptoms from what they were to non-existence in 36 hours. I came on and did your show on that Friday, right? And I got tested positive on Wednesday. But I don't understand why society in the NFL hasn't talked about legitimate treatment options. And uh, he was talking about Joe Rogan. Your your thoughts, Coach? Bingo. Uh, therapeutics. They never talk about it. I don't know what they've got in with this vaccine, but it, it's not 100%. We all know that uh, it could help you to some point, but you better be able to treat it. That's the main thing. And so, and he gets into something too about obesity, uh, being in good shape, quit eating all fast foods, every meal, all those things. That's what's killing people more than this the, these uh, uh, viruses that we've got. So it's there's a lot of problems we've got, but Aaron Rodgers brought it right to the point. It's about leadership. He's used to dealing with leadership. He's used to dealing with team atmosphere and people doing things together. And uh, it's just disappointing to to all of us to know that seen structure in our life, that there's no structure in this. Nobody wants to handle all the problems. They just want to push something on you. This mandate is putting people out of work in, in Alabama, and it's going to put our country under. If they stick with this mandate, uh, Brian, we have got huge problems because we don't have enough people to work now. And you think uh, we've got inflation. It is really going to get tough if they keep pushing this mandate. I hear you because uh, right now he's saying, I want to keep you safe. He goes, I'm not trying to uh, come down on you. I'm trying to keep you safe. I don't need somebody to keep me safe. Bottom line is we, we've gotten the drill. We understand it. We're going to react accordingly. For example, 88% of people over 65 in America have been double-vaxxed already. 12 and up, 71%. 7 out of every 10 of the country this size is awesome. You should take what you got, continue to educate people, urge people like Donald Trump to say why he did it. That'll go fine. And then see where we go from here. And if you're unvaccinated, that's your life and your thing. I'll give you an example. I didn't know this, but 2,000 people a day die from cancer. 1,600 die from heart disease. Just over 1,000 as of late die from this. I don't want anyone to die, but I didn't tell people to smoke. Other people just incidentally get cancer. Other people refuse to stop eating. Other people have diabetes. Other people have sadly are born with other things that they're dealing with. But we're not trying to solve everybody's problem. That's not the point of our country. When he said, Brian, that unvaccinated people are killing people that are vaccinated, that's wrong. Where in the world did he get that? It from? makes no sense. I mean, why take a no vaccination if some unvaccinated person can kill me? <laughs> That's exact, exactly right. And they prey off the people that are that are uneducated on this, that don't really keep up with it, that, and, and people start to panic. It, it's and again, it goes back to what I tell you. And I, I hate to keep pushing this. We have no leadership in this country. Anybody that could see what's going on right now would say. Man, the animals are running the zoo, and all these big government socialists are absolutely killing this country in, in a lot of ways, and that's just one of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, this, for example, he said, you know, I know a lot of you got vaccinated are very, getting very frustrated and angry with those unvaccinated. No, we're not. But if we listen to you and think that vaccinated people are being killed by unvaccinated, that pretty much gets it people a little angry. So uh, it's just not the truth. Uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville, thanks so much. Real quick, do you have a sense of who's going to be uh, who you would like as a Republican nominee uh, to get the Republican nomination in Alabama as a senator? Uh, no, I tell you, we got three, four good candidates, and I told them all I'm not pushing any of them. Nobody, I told them all, listen, none of you uh, 
endorse me. I'm not. I, I want the best one, best person for the state and for our country because we need strong leadership. And I think all of them would be good, but uh, people of Alabama will pick the right one. We'll see what happens. Senator Tommy Tomervold, former uh, coach of uh, Auburn and Mississippi. Thanks so much. Thank you, Brian. Merry Christmas. Same to you. Uh, when we come back, it's your turn. one 408 Rich Lauer at the bottom of the hour. You're next. Coming to you on a need-to-know basis. Because, man, do you need to know. You're with Brian Kilmeade. The Will Cain Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox & Friends weekend host Will Cain as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to this show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.